0: yet to another episode of Got Faded Japan and uh, Johnny and I have been uh, separated like two brothers at birth so we're doing the old A side B side. As you know, Got Faded Japan's so about two dudes' booze, Japan and the news. So there you go. How's your New Year's going? Um, did you gain a lot of weight and drink too much? Probably. Or maybe you didn't eat anything because you're a fucking alcoholic. (laughs) You just got even skinnier. Now your skin is hanging loosely from your already poisoned bodies. I don't fucking know. I got fat. Fat as a fuck. But that's alright. That's what New Year's is for. I think there's like, you know, the burrowing aspect or like a hibernation thing going on with us mammals. We just need that the idea of uh, running away from everybody you know, and uh, stuffing your face full of fucking fat ass foods. Fucking right. I have a a show tonight, which is the reason why it's a three day weekend in Japan, so tomorrow, it's Sunday, but tomorrow's a day off, so people are still going out, they still want to hear some music. I'm with the Dead Sea Dropouts tonight. Um, big news everyone, I, I'm releasing that CD on February 14th. Um, and You can buy it on iTunes right now actually. Uh, the album is called Wild Thumbprints." It's kind of a pretentious name but I stuck with it anyways, Wild Thumb If you just do like a, a search on uh, iTunes you can get it there. You can also download it from CD Baby, but iTunes is a lot more convenient. CD, CD Baby is good, though, as a service provider for musicians. Um, so that's pretty cool. So on February 14th at What the Dickens and Ivis, we'll be doing a product launch on that date. I have download cards and digital distribution and uh, physical product as well. I was originally not going to release digitally. I was only going to release digitally, but decided to go with the whole... Uh, having a product is really cool especially when I'm gonna be seventy years old with some twelve year olds liver being transplanted into me I can reflect on the good old times and hold up that old CD and go what the fuck was that I'm playing tonight at a curry restaurant Um, and usually curry restaurants in Tokyo are pretty small run by some Nepalese looking dudes or Indian guys yes sir, right away sir and uh... they're really nice usually get pretty cheap curry but tonight yeah it's like a restaurant live space we have a stage and a pa and a full drum kit and the restaurant probably seats about 50 or 60 people which is pretty big for japan so it's kind of neat all the tables are lined up perpendicular to the stage and people come in and sit down and i'm really stoked to get the dead sea dropouts in there because we are kind of an acoustic group and we're you know jewish middle eastern kind of um, Turkish, you know, Ukrainian, all that kind of stuff. It's not exactly Indian, but it feels like it could be good restaurant music. So, looking forward to that. But right around the corner of that restaurant is this uh, really interesting temple, and it has like this giant bronze statue. The statue is like three meters tall of this, I guess this is a Shinto shrine. Yeah, it looks Shinto. Shinto is animism and Buddhism is theism, I guess. Because Buddha has that one main one. Um, and so anyways, is this Buddhism? I don't really see... So usually to, to distinguish between Shinto shrines and Buddhist shrines is that I look around, and if there's a whole bunch of tall, skinny statues that kind of bear an Indian resemblance, I'm like, oh, it's Shinto. But if there's like one fat guy, then it's usually Buddhism. This isn't, but anyways, so there's this giant bronze statue of this guy holding like a wand and like a lotus fruit, and the lotus fruit's like floating in his hands. I don't know if actually it's a lotus fruit or just a ball, just making names up for things that I'm seeing. And he has like this red scarf, so it's like this giant bronze statue, but he has, he's ordained with like a red scarf. In Japan, sort of holy items are frequently adorned with a red garment, um, on statues of old men the Ojizo I think they're called sometimes they have like red toques this one has like a red scarf sitting down cross-legged massive fucking head has one of those chinaman hats fucking hell it's cool yeah it's, it's a bronze statue of sorts I don't think they have an English... oh they do have an English... oh this is a Jizo like I was saying So this is the Dōzo Jizō Bōsatsu Sazō, or the Edo Roku Jizō no Hitotsu, Uh, and it has a text. So this is designated in 1921. Uh, Listen to me read out loud, everyone. According to a copy of the, quote, printed book of the brief history of the erection of the statues of Edo Six Jōzūsōn, end quote, which was dedicated inside the statue, the origin of the Edo Six Jōzūsōn is as follows. Jizo Monk Shogun, who resided in Fukugawa Edo, which is the old name for Tokyo, had been struck by incurable disease. After praying with his parents for cure of the disease to Jizo Bolsatsu, Shogun was healed. After the fashion of six Jizo in Kyoto, a petition for the construction of statues of six Jizo was commenced in 1706 to collect public donations. Then a statue of Jizo Bosatsu was erected at each of the six locations in Edo. So it's basically mm, crowdfunding from the 18th century. The body and the lotus shaped pedestal, I was right, uh, of each statue were incised. With the names of solicitors and the year of construction. The statues were cast by Castor Otta Surugano Kami Fujiwara Shogi in uh, Kandanabe town. Uh, Anti Buddhist movement. Oh, so this is a Buddhist shrine. Anti Buddhist movement at the beginning of the Meiji period destroyed the 6th Jizubosatsu in Edaiji temple in Fukugawa. Currently, there are five remaining statues. That's pretty good math. The Jizo at Kasumigaseki Kizan Hongkokuin Taishoji Temple was erected as the third Jizo in 1712. The height of the statue is 267 centimeters. I said three meters! That's pretty good. The shortest among the six statues in Jizo. The shortest? The main body used to be gold- used to be gold-plated. The statue was designated as a cultural property, as, designated as cultural properties, because the statue is rather elo- elaborate for copy statues in the mid Edo period, and there are only a few previous cases as such. By the Tokyo Metropolitan Board of Education, well translated, the government did something right for a change. Anyways, at the at the base of the statue, they have all of these flowers that people put up. Some water, some tea, usually some booze. Even the statues booze it up in Japan. Japan's just fucking booze-ass country, man. Oh my god, I drank way too much. And I'm not going to stop. A lot of people are taking a break. I don't know. Are you? Probably not. Um, how time is it? So i got to get to that show. 1701. Okay, what I'll do is I'm supposed to arrive at 5-ish, and it's 5.01, so I'll do the P.O.W. Oh, and I'll sit down by where I opened up a package I once opened from a different time when I was in Japan. I bought some wireless Bluetooth headphones, and I came to this statue then, after buying them, and I sat down in the same place I'm sitting right now. Yeah, so the longer you live in a place, the more normal shit gets. But anyways, is it really normal to sit next to a giant three-meter bronze statue and drink a stout? Fuck rights, it's normal. Uh, Alright, today's pick of the week comes from the same brewery that does the Aonis. No one understands my pronunciation with Aonis. I like to call them Aouni. Um This one's the Tokyo Black. I don't know if we've reviewed it before, but I've been drinking it a lot recently. This beer is a goddamn fine fucking stout, let me tell you. It's, it's a great stout because it's not that sweet. Sometimes stouts can be a little bit too sweet. And um, in Japan, a lot of the stouts aren't that heavy, but you still get the depth of the taste. So this one's like a chocolatey, kind of chalky stout. Really black, really rich flavors. The head is like a dark brown, and it maintains its consistency. Oh, what's so beautiful about stouts in the winter? Oh, so good. I would say this is like two thumbs up and a chub in the air. Abso-fucking-lutely. Oh, and you could drink like six of these and not feel bloated. Like Not feel bloated like some woman would talk like, but I don't know. Don't you feel bloated after having a couple of pints of stout and you just want to go back to lager or something? The design has um, sort of, it looks like a... Edo-style design. It looks like it's Meiji-style. So this is a porter, it's not a stout. Sorry, guys. Um, I'm not really too sure on the differences, so fuck you if you're criticizing me right now. They're both rather black, dark beers. But there's differences. Okay, fuck off. I get it. Um, this one has, like, dark clouds in the sky, and the clouds are the same color as the head, like a dark brown. It has a full moon, And it has like a sumo wrestler in his, uh, I don't know what they call it, but his diaper, I'll give it a diaper, the sumo diaper, uh, staring up at the moon. And the sumo, he's not really standing on any ground, he's just surrounded by blackness. So, I guess the label is trying to say like, you get that cool feeling when drinking this beer of staring at a full moon at night when sitting in your underwear outside. Which is a pretty goddamn awesome feeling. Oh yeah. Resolutions for 2016, well, music's probably going to be something of that. Regarding drums, I'm going to get my fucking bass drum going down, because my bass drum not really that good, to be honest, I never really focused much on bass drums. So I'm going to get my bass drum down, uh, especially for drumming with the Dead Sea Dropouts. I was listening to some clips the other day, and I was like, ooh, that's no good. That is off. Granted, it was from a couple of years ago, but get the, and also to transition from, you know, verse to chorus or A to B, in, when drumming, um, via sort of like mathematical instead of mm, drum filliness. Uh, that doesn't really mean anything to anyone, but like instead of like going from A to B, like going to try to keep the beat the same but to do something within the beat so the beat isn't broken up but it tr- like something is affected inside of the beat like accenting a different uh, uh, measure or accenting a different um, I don't know, something inside of the beat so that it sounds different but it's almost exactly the same but then it leads right smoothly into the next part. That could be pretty cool. Any other... Uh, I don't know. I might have to find new work soon. I don't mind that. Works fucking work. Work will just work ya. And then you go back for some more. You know why work is uncountable? Because we don't say I have many works to do, right? Because work never fucking ends. That's the goddamn reason behind work. You have to shovel shit in the morning, day after day. Happy podcast. But anyways, Happy New Year's, everyone. I'm pretty stoked about this new year. Pretty stoked about doing more music, like I said. Uh, health-wise? I don't know. I used to be really into the gym, but I'm not sure. I think it's like it's time to graduate into the mid-30s and just kind of admit some things, you know? I'm never going to be a model. Do I need a six-pack abs? Um, you know, a... Yeah. Whatever. I just you know, as long as you don't get overweight, you know. I don't want to buy new clothes, so stay within the the uh, the limitations of my new clothes, of my current clothes, not new clothes. Other than that, I don't really have much of an ambition for 2016. Well, I know I have some other plans, but they're secretive right now. I can't I can't tell anything about them. Not because I signed an, a a non disclosure agreement. I've seen those before. Have you ever seen a non-disclosure agreement? Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of signing involved, that's for sure. What's interesting is that people often say like, oh, I've signed a non-disclosure agreement, so I can't talk anything about it. It's weird that you can announce that. Yeah, I guess you have to provide a reason. Like, why can't you talk about that, sir? Well, it's because I've signed a non-disclosure agreement. I wonder why that uh, argument doesn't get thrown around more often. Because there's a record? Our non-disclosure agreements... Do they have, like, records kept? Like, not detailing the, the nature of the agreement, but just the fact that there is an agreement? Because otherwise I would think people would just say that all the time. Uh, where were you, honey? I signed a non-disclosure agreement. I guess people would get onto you after a while. Yeah, How many non-disclosure agreements have you signed, you know? How often could you use that as an excuse? Not too frequently. But save it! Save it for that one fucking chance where, uh, where you're, in a, you're in the back. You're backed into a corner, and you're a tiny fucking mouse, and you do not sure how to lash out. That's your fucking weapon. Sorry, non-disclosure agreement. They might just go, oh, well, alright. Uh, back to work then. The, uh, I don't really have a boss, but the the guy who kind of acts as my boss, I'm, I'm not, I always say stupid stuff around. I, I need to get on that. I always feel like he's, like, saying, like, hey, how's it going? I'm like, uh, do, do you need a napkin, sir? Um... uh, He's like, no, no, just keep up the good work. All right, well, try to teach like... He's like, I got it. (laughs) Okay, Uh, make mental note. Don't offer napkins when it has no relation to what's happening. All right, I'm going to finish this beer and start my fucking show. Um, I'll be back when? After the show. I'll probably do a follow-up of the show. Bye.
1: When I want to save money and drink better beer, I go down to Mitsuya Liquors in Tokyo, Minami Asagaya. Why? They got over 300 types of beer from across the world and from around Japan. They got IPAs, pale ales, pilsners, it's a beautiful thing. And if you want something else, they got it. They got a fine selection of Napa Valley wines, Japanese sake, and shochu. And you can take all those puppies into the back and drink them there, which means that you're saving money by drinking at liquor store prices in a social environment. So fade on and save.
0: Mitsuya Liquors in Minami Asagaya. Alright, I'm back. I Finished the show. Went really well, but I think I'm coming down with an illness. Um, let's do a show recap. So what the fuck happened? Um, okay, there's like five bands in this curry restaurant. A lot of them were like uh, white guy guitar, acoustic guitar based. Um, actually, I had a fucking great show with the Dead Sea Dropouts. We, the place was packed. Everyone's eating curry, slinging drinks, and we're playing our little klezmer music tunes. It just really matched well, and we play acoustically, which means we don't use any mics at all. It could sound pretentious, but you get to really feel the room, because you're... Your acoustic instruments kind of bounce around the room, and you can regulate and control your levels by listening to the room. And depending on how many people are in the room, it's winter now, so people are wearing sweaters. That actually affects the sound too. So it's like this constant regulation. But then the guy up after us, or was he before us? Real nut job. I mean, fucking nut job. He was like one of those guys from the rave days, you know? He, he, he had like one of those CDs with backing tracks on it. Like, and he would play like punk rock guitar and dance and wave around glow sticks when he wasn't playing guitar. It was like as if the whole, ra- like going to a rave, wasn't just a party, but that was like a lifestyle that was never going to end. <laughs> uh, what a whack job! Uh, who was on after that? There's some good bands actually. Um, I'm done though. I'm done. So what's up next? Hold on a second. There's some shit coming my way. Pause it. All right, I noticed a bunch of garbage trucks coming down the road, and they're they're noisy motherfuckers. So, hey, I saw a young boy under the age of ten. Mm-hmm walk by me as I was drinking one of those Tokyo Black Porters with his mom. And his mom was whispering soothing tonalities into his ears. Don't worry. It's quite alright. It's alright. These things happen. And the kid was crying. (coughs) And I was like, what's going on here? And I looked and I looked at the boy. And I realized that he had peed his pants. And his mother was walking him back to the hotel or something. And this little child, this little British gentleman, was embarrassed beyond dispute, weeping while hugging his legs close together, preventing others from hopefully not seeing the wet, dribbly lines running down the front and back of his jeans. And he wept, and his mother soothed, and there was a daughter with him as well, who was just rather looking confounded, perhaps trying to act supportive while the younger brother received most of the attention from Mommy. Don't worry, these things happen. And then they were going down this road that kind of ended in shadows so like, don't worry, we're going into a road of shadows. No one will see you down there, my honey. Yeah. So uh, have you ever been there? Ever wet your pants when you were under the age of ten? I, I assume that maybe they were tourists and they were going back to the hotel and the and the child was like on the subway or something and didn't know what the fuck was going on, didn't know where the fucking bathroom was, and then oopsie daisy, opened the floodgates, jeans, and the mom's probably embarrassed, but eh, everyone understands, tough little tyke, uh, what was the other thing, I think there was one more thing, oh yeah, um, for as long as I can remember in Japan in the winter time a lot of women tend to wear like really short skirts with thigh high boots and stockings which was super awesome I haven't seen it recently I think there's like been a recent uh d de- how can I say a More normalization, where people just kind of want to appear sweet and nice, and hopefully win approval? I don't know. I'm not really sure if I get it. But all I can say is that this year's gonna be fucking awesome. It's the year of the monkey. I'm a monkey. I'm a year of the monkey. I got some fucking goals, <sighs> and you can't ask for approval, you gotta go out there, rip off someone else's balls, and say, listen, fucker, this is the way it's going now, otherwise what else are you gonna do, huh, that's, you will be the man getting his balls ripped off, that's the way this fucking world works. Either you're ripping balls off or someone's ripping your balls off, whether they're intending to or not, whether they're kind about it or not. Yeah, keep your guard down, karate chop, you know, get your Brazilian jiu jitsu on, on bar a motherfucker. At the end of the day, crap crap <laughs> crack a couple of cold ones and let the world know that booze is a buffer. Booze Says to the rest of the fucking world, I'm not available for you right now. You know why? Because I have a couple of beers in me. So I'm totally fucking useless to you now. So fuck the fuck off. Mmm, that's it from me. Peace. Johnny's going to be covering some shit either before me or after me. Oh, I'm in this tunnel. I'll do this thing I like doing with my teeth. peace motherfuckers
1: when i want to save money and drink better beer i go down to mitsuya liquors in tokyo minami asagaya why they got over 300 types of beer from across the world and from around japan they got ipas pale ales pilsners it's a beautiful thing And if you want something else, they got it. They got a fine selection of Napa Valley wines, Japanese sake, and shochu. And you can take all those puppies into the back and drink them there, which means that you're saving money by drinking at liquor store prices in a social environment. So fade on,
2: and save. Mitsuya Liquors in Minami Asagaya. Yo, what's up, faders? Got faded Japan has got a new sponsor. Our new sponsor is Gamuso Bar, located in Asagaya, Tokyo. If you're kicking it in Tokyo and you want to get your groove on, get your feet on, you better get your ass down to Gamuso. Gamuso is located in Asagaya. It's about 11 minutes from Shinjuku Station on the Chuo Line. Gamuso has weekly bands, weekly performances. And hell, if you got your own event and you want to hold it at Gamuso, we'd love to host you. So contact Gamuso at www. art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what, if I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2,000 each, about 20 bucks, but if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So What's up, faders? Welcome to the second half of Got Fit Japan, aka the B side. Um, just by listening to this now, you probably know that Maddie B did the A side, and I'm on the B side, which is kind of funny because Maddie B's name is Maddie B, doing the A side. Technically, I should be doing the A side, although there's no A in my name. There ain't no A in my name. There ain't no A in my game either. I ain't got no A game. <laughs> oh man. Okay, fucking A, dude. Faders. About 10 minutes ago, I just found out, and you probably know this by now, but David Bowie passed away, and fuck, man. I, you know, I'm not, like, a David Bowie fan, where right? I, like, I mean, I really, really love David Bowie, and I got t-shirts, I went to his concerts and shit, but I always liked his music. I always thought David Bowie's a pretty cool guy and shit, you know? I mean, well, except for some of that, that weirdo duet shit he did with, uh, what's it called? Not Paul McCartney. Was it Paul McCartney? Oh, no, Mick Jagger. That eh, was the difference, right? <laughs> just joking. But, um... Other than that shit, that duet shit he did in the 80s, that was pretty fucked up. Labyrinth, Labyrinth was pretty cool, I guess. I mean, if you're like, if you're like, like, what, six years old and you saw Labyrinth, that was a pretty badass movie, you know? But, um, yeah, man, Jesus, David Bowie's dead, so fucking, God, this, what a fucking horrible way to start 2016. Lemmy dies, fucking Motorhead, oh, God, fucking, dude, Ace of Spades. It was like the the, the song of, like, fucking my high school, you know? Jesus, for me, anyway. Now, for everybody else, who's probably fucking, I don't know, gangster rap. But that's still cool, too. But, um, yeah, so basically, because two fucking musical legends have died recently, I fucking, I went to the secret stash, and I brought out a bottle of sake from Nikata. Now, Vaders, sake is pretty fucking badass. And sake, like, sake is it's, it's strange. Sake is like wine, Kind of, you know, because, all right, and my point is, like, all right, there's, like, wine, and there's, like, red wine, there's white wine, there's pink wine, and all that shit, and there's so many different kinds of variations of the three, or the four, or whatever, how many there are, right? So, if you say, I like wine, it's so difficult to say, like, I like wine, I like wine from France. Well which kind of wine from france and which year there's there's so many different kinds of wine that's from france or from italy or from chile or from new zealand or california there's so many There's so fucking many how do you know which one's good same fucking thing with sake there are so many different variations of sake and, and the crazy thing is in in, in japan sake is generally um, enjoyed by like older people younger people like people like in their like 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 20s and 30s and even 40s they usually drink uh beer you know the typical top 5 you know the the Asahi Super Dry the Kirin the Sapporo you know the game but if they don't drink that they'll drink a little bit of shochu right and shochu is like a really really strong form of alcohol in Japan and there's there's v- many different variations of shochu but sake actual sake is kind of like I wouldn't say it's fading away. It's always going to be here, but it's like not as popular as it should be. And I'm saying as it should be because sake is pretty goddamn good. I mean, shit, man. Getting faded on sake is like a whole different kind of buzz altogether. Oh, man. And I mean, there's so many different kinds of sake. Now that I think about it, there's like Dry sake, sweet sake, bitter sake. There's like stinky sake. There's like really like flowerly smelling sake. Just like wine, you know? Like every like vocabulary term that you have for wine, you could probably apply it to like sake. Like this sake that I'm drinking right now, oh God, it smells so awesome. It smells like like leather from a new wallet. You know when you get like a new wallet, like every like what, 15 years? (laughs) I've only had two wallets because you know, I keep them for 15 years, 20 years. But the thing is, that that fresh leather smell it's kind of like sweet and stuff and it's kind of like oh kind of makes you feel nice like a new pillow that's what this smells like and oh it's awesome oh it's sweet it's smooth oh my god there's there's things going on in my mouth that i can't even describe man oh dude it's like like fucking for the first time oh it's so good and to be honest, I don't know shit about sake. I've been here for so long, I should know everything, but I don't. I don't. And I think it's impossible to know everything about sake. But the one thing that you should know about sake is that rice, like sake in Japan, is only made with Japanese rice. Unless it's like super cheap shit, like fucking uh, one cup, which is like the, the cheap sake you buy in like a little like cup at uh, a convenience store. Now, sake, one thing about sake is all the rice is generally from Japan and the thing is, every part of Japan has kind of like a different taste of rice. For me, I can barely tell the difference, but like like a lot of people supposedly can. And one part of Japan is called Niigata. It's like a, a northern part of uh, Japan. Not north, like northeast like Hokkaido, but like just directly north of like Tokyo. You'll go straight up to Niigata. And that area there, supposedly because of the climates... Um, the, the, the environment, I I don't know, the soil, it's got the like most delicious tasting rice in Japan. So the thing is rice, you know, like sake is made from rice, right? So if you go to a store or if you go to a restaurant or if you go anywhere and stuff and you're trying to buy sake and you don't know what the fuck to buy, rule of thumb is ask the person i mean if they if you the person at the liquor store knows about like like sake or they know the names or where the sake is from ask them which bottle is from niigata and if they say oh this bottle here is from niigata that's the one you buy that's the one that's going to fucking like like blow you away because, dude, I shit you not, man. I've had good sake, I've had amazing sake, and I've had shitty sake. And the best sake I've ever had has always been from Niigata. And this right here is from the special stash. And I popped that motherfucking bottle open just for today, just to podcast with you guys, just to fucking get the news on and to celebrate the lives of David Bowie and Lemmy. A moment of silence as I drink this shit. oh good times oh man so yeah that's too bad and they both died of fucking cancer fucking cancer dude oh man like when i was like young nobody knew shit about cancer nobody thought about like dying of cancer when i was like like in high school or like like a junior high school because when in my generation when i was younger and shit it was all about aids Everybody was always talking about AIDS. Like, hey, man, don't fuck that girl, dude. You're going to get AIDS. Don't let her touch your pee-pee. You're going to get AIDS on your dick. Dude, AIDS was big when I was younger, man. Like, fucking AIDS and Ryan White and all that shit scared my whole generation. And probably yours, too, about having sex. People like, dude, you got to put on three or four rubbers and shit. Or you're going to get AIDS on your dick. Oh, man, it was terrible. But now nobody talks about AIDS. Now it's all about cancer. Oh, man, the fucking horrible killer. Fucking... Taking all our peoples away. Fuck you, cancer. You know what I think we should do? I think we all should start drinking kombucha, right? That's that, that fucking tea and shit. It's like that, that magical, healthy tea that kills cancer or something, supposedly. So, I I mean, there's 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 booze. There's I guess like kombucha has, what, 1.2% alcohol or something? I mean, not enough to get you fucked up. I mean, you got to drink like a shitload of kombucha to get fucked up. But, yeah, dude, maybe... Maybe there's such thing as like kombucha alcoholic drinks where maybe you mix kombucha with like maybe some whiskey. No, 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 don't mix it with whiskey. That would be so taboo. Uh, mix it with like maybe vodka or gin or something like that and maybe add like some other flavors like maybe strawberries. I mean, it'll be more of like a cocktail, but man, it will be the cocktail that kicks ass because it kicks the ass of cancer. That's what I'm saying. Kombucha. That's what we need. Alcoholic kombucha. Kombucha. So you're getting your fade on and killing the fuck out of some cancer. Fuck you, cancer. Fuck you, cancer. Damn. Mm. Oh man, I think the sake is so delicious. It's probably killing cancer right now. Oh man, I do. I do. I wish I could like somehow have like some kind of like. Faeta vision. I mean they got television, they got like uh like a little, what what smell of vision or whatever. But dude, if we had vision, I would fucking take this fucking like glass and I'd pour it into the microphone and I mean, in your ears and shit from like your headphones, all the socket come out, so you gotta like take the headphones off and put your put the headphone in your mouth and all of a sudden you're like yum 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 yum. Oh, I'm getting my fade on. Dude, we could all do a fucking cheers to that, man. Fucking, that's what we got to do. Somebody out there, I know some of you guys are fucking geniuses. We got to get you guys together and stuff and come up with Fade-A-Vision, man. Fade-A-Vision, where fucking basically your headphones, your earplugs, your speakers turn into fucking taps. So whatever we're getting on and drinking and shit, you guys are getting your fade on too. That'd be fucking awesome. Mmm. God, this shit's good. Oh, man. Uh, if it wasn't so expensive, I'd have a fucking refrigerator filled with this shit. Oh man. So faders, as you know, Maddie B did the A-sides for today's show because Maddie B, he's um he's got so much work he's doing. Oh man, that guy, seriously, he is mad overworked. He's got a release for his new C D. He's been working like nonstop with a bunch of musicians. He's I think he's in like three bands. I mean, this guy is fucking busy. Busy! So every so often, we have to do the A-side, B-sides. And next week, we already fucking planned it and shit. It's going to be our first show together of 2016, and we're going to fucking kill it. I don't know what we're going to do. Maybe the tequila episode. Uh, we did that once before. Not me and to B, but the other guy. And fucking, dude, it was, it was mayhem with a capital M-hem. It was nutty. So uh, maybe we'll do that. That That's fun. That's That's interesting. Oh, man. So, yeah, so today I'm going to be doing the news. I got a top five. This top five is pretty insane. There's a lot of murder and a lot of fucking child abuse and shit. And I had to dig through all those stories to get five of the most interesting, bizarre, and uh, <laughs> stories that deserve to be on fitted Japan. Mmm. 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 I wonder if there's a special way to drink sake. You know, like there's this, there's like, like a way to drink wine. There's a way to drink whiskey. The easiest thing to drink is beer. You put it in your belly and you get your fade on. You get good. But yeah, wine. You can't even drink it if you're a professional. You put it in your mouth, you chew on it, and you spit it out. What the fuck is up with that? What the fuck? I would never, ever, ever go to one of those fucking wine tasting things or whatever. And you fucking get like a glass of wine. And you fucking like put it a little bit in your mouth. And you chew on it and then you spit it out. Dude, I think that's fucking disrespect, man. Yeah, you're a big shot wine taster and you know these big vocabulary words about wine. Oh, it's fruity and bubbly and tasty and blah, 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 blah. Dude, I tell you what, man. Fucking, if I go to one of those wine tasting like like parties or events or I don't even know, clubs, or I don't know what they're called and shit, I would definitely drink the whole fucking thing. I'll drink the whole fucking glass. Give me 20 glasses. I'll fucking take those motherfuckers down. No problem. I'll take them down to Chinatown. Man, The thing is, I think it's disrespectful to the wine, disrespectful for the makers, disrespectful for just like the the drinking culture and shit to fucking like get a mouthful, spit it out and say, it tastes fruity. (laughs) I give it three stars out of five. You know, I mean, what the fuck's up with that shit, dude? Fucking you buy a bottle of wine, you fucking drink it, right? I mean, and then you talk about the taste. I mean, yeah, I know you got to stay sober while you taste like fucking five glasses of wine and shit, but you could fucking drink five glasses of wine and still stay pretty sober and shit, dude. Seriously. I mean, shit. I mean, I wouldn't recommend driving or using any like, like power tools or anything like that after you do that, but fucking you could definitely have like a pretty good conversation about what you had after you drank a glass of wine. If you have five glasses of wine. And how many glasses of wine do you taste when you go to a wine-tasting party or something? I mean, I'm sure there's not going to be more than five. Because, I mean, after you drink like five or you taste five glasses of wine, they all fucking taste the same, you know? I mean, after a while, I mean... What do you do? You you fucking drink some milk. You you wash your mouth on with water and some shit, dude. Bullshit, dude. Fucking wine, some pretty potent stuff, dude. And a lot a lot of wine has like a really heavy aftertaste. So what do you do? You you take a sip, you spit it out, you brush your teeth, you drink some milk, you know, you smoke a cigarette, and then all of a sudden you're like, okay, give me the next glass. What the fuck, man? Drink it, drink it, drink it. That's what it's fucking made for, fucking. Dude, do you think fucking, like, like, what, like, what, 5,000 years ago, Jesus turned water into wine, he's like, Alright, bitches, I just made this shit, I want you all to sample it and spit it the fuck out. <laughs> Put it back. No way, dude, there's absolutely no way he did that. There's no way fucking... Like, I mean, wine, wine is like one of the oldest alcohols. I mean, wine is even before beer, supposedly. I mean, who knows, really? But I mean, supposedly wine is like the oldest, right? And do you think like fucking like, like what, 5,000, 10,000? Who knows? People have been around for like maybe a million years. You think a million years ago, somebody invented wine and goes, oh, I've got these grapes and I've got this yeast, kind of like peanut butter and jelly. And I just mix it together and stuff and boom, I got some wine. But in ten thousand years or a million years in the future, I hope people don't drink it. I just want them to taste it and say what they think. I don't know. I think that's a bunch of bullshit. Hmm. Oh man. But what do I know? I don't drink wine that much. Okay. So fitters, moving forward. I guess I just had a matty rat. I just had a motherfucking Maddie rant. Oh, shit. Oh, faders, I apologize. I sincerely apologize. Maddie B had his rant. I know he talked about something interesting, and I can't wait to hear it. And then now you got another rant from me. A rant. Oh, man. Here we go. Let's move forward, faders. Oh, God, this shit's fucking me up. Hopefully I can do this. What we're going to do is we're going to move forward to the news. Got Fitted Japan's Japan's about two dudes booze, Japan in the news, but right now you only got me. What I'm going to do is the top five. Here we go. And basically the top five for all you new faders tuning in is the five uh, best stories of the week. Or the five most gruesome stories, the five most interesting stories, the five most faded stories of the week. Here we go. Number five. Ninety-three-year-old man arrested for strangling wife in nursing home. Out of all the places to do it. Out of all the ages, 93-year-old man, finally, after 80 years of living together. <laughs> Not even 80. Here we go. Yokohama. Police in Yokohama on Sunday arrested a 93-year-old man on suspicion of strangling his 93-year-old wife to death in the nursing home facility where they both lived. Oh, shit. Now I understand why this happened and what happened. Okay, I got it. All the pieces came together. According to police, uh, Shokichi Akimoto has admitted to killing his wife, Makiko, Fuji TV reported. They lived in the same room. Makiko's body was discovered at around 9 a.m. by the orderly who called the facility's doctor. When the orderly last looked in on the Akimoto's at 7.40 a.m., she was okay. No problem. Akimoto has admitted to the charge but has so far given no motive for killing his wife police said the couple moved into the nursing home at the end of December okay I got it there's a husband and a wife and basically they have a home somewhere somewhere in the countryside or something like that and they're pretty fucking old so their kids are like you know what I think it's time that you guys move out and you know what? I think I think maybe we're going to move dad out at first and then maybe mom. And they're both kind of senile. So they're like, the dad's like, oh, okay, cool. I'm going to go to my own place. I got my own nursing room. Sweet. Awesome. So he goes into like a nursing room or nursing home. He's in general population. He's chilling. He's looking at all these young ass tail walking around and shit. I mean, dude, when you're 93 years old, I'm sure 80 year old chicks look fucking banging. He's like, look at the saggy titties on that one. Ooh, yeah. And then all of a sudden, Boom, the door opens, he gets pulled out of general population, thrown into a private room, and there he is with his wife. And his wife is like... Oh, it's me, I'm here. Have you been brushing your teeth? Your teeth look a little yellow. You should be brushing your teeth and using the flossing string and stuff. And make sure you flush the toilet when you use the toilet. You never flush that shit, you motherfucker and stuff. And make sure you light a match or roll up the window or roll down the window or something. But I hope we have windows. If we don't have windows, don't you open the door because if you open the door, this whole place is going to smell like shit just like a kitchen when you're cooking. Blah, 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 blah. Nagging and nagging and nagging and nagging and nagging. This guy's had to deal with nagging for fucking, I don't know how many years. What, like sixty years? Sixty years? good years of nagging and all of a sudden you're free you're in general population look at all that young tail going around not to mention the nurses i mean dude when you're 93 and you have like a 20 year old nurse that's wiping your ass and shit dude i don't know if you get like a hard-on from that because you're like oh wow or do you feel like a pedophile because this girl could be your great 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 granddaughter and shit you're like oh dude this is fucked up Send me in the room with the eighty-year-old women. That's exactly where I want to go. That's probably what he said. But now he's stuck in a little room and shit because you know, I mean, you're in a nursing room, or a nursing home, and you get your own private room, aka like jail cell. <laughs> It's going to be like a jail so Because seriously, all the apartments, like not all the apartments, but all the, all the rooms in nursing homes are really freaking small. So it's like basically a little itty bitty apartment. And you're there with like either the lady that you try to escape, you try to get away from. You get a taste of freedom. She comes in. She's nagging. And well, one thing leads to another. And well, <sighs> unfortunately, yeah, I guess he handled it the wrong way. And so now he killed her. And the thing is, if you're 93 years old, what do you do with that kind of a guy? I mean, you, you can't arrest him. You can't put handcuffs on his, like, brittle little wrists and shit. You're going to break his wrist. And what do you do? He's in a fucking nursing home. Sometimes these nursing homes are basically like prisons, depending on how nice they are, I guess. But, like, now now what's he going to do? He's going to go from a nursing home to, like, a prison cell? Dude, maybe maybe he's so senile. He, he's probably not even going to know the difference. This is a fucking weird case and shit. I don't know what th- th- they're going to do with this guy. But it's pretty fucking interesting. I wonder how old his wife is. Wait, his wife is 93 years old and he's 93. Same age. Damn, dude. All right. Well, that's number five. Number four. Gang robs jewelry store in Nagano. Okay. A group of men broke into a jewelry store in Sua Nagano Prefecture early Sunday morning and got away with several million yen worth of jewels and cash. The store is on the first floor of a two-story building owners a couple both age 71 lived on the second floor according to police the man broke into the store at around 12 10 a.m sunday they woke the couple up and bound them before stealing cash and jewelry items such as necklaces rings etc fuji tv reported the owner of the store managed to free himself and call police the couple sustained light injuries Police said the couple who were in shock were sh- weren't were sure how many intruders there were, but believed there were at least three. Now, this is interesting because there's been a string of, like, robberies in Japan and shit. Like, um, as you know from, like, uh, what, three or four weeks ago, there's a huge one that took place in Motesando Hills with, I think, it was four international people that broke in wearing masks and stuff. And they stole millions and millions of dollars worth of, like, diamonds and jewelry. Because that area is, like, a really, like, high-class area of Tokyo. Now, this here, like, Nagano is, like, really deep countryside. Like, all right, if we're comparing this to America, this is fucking Ohio. So, it's fucking, there's not much up there, right? I mean, it's beautiful, you know, snowboarding, skiing. You know, it's great, nice lakes. But, I mean, other than that, so, I mean... They got away with, like, I don't know, maybe a couple of thousand dollars worth of shit and stuff. But the thing is, like, there's there's this string of fucking, like, jewelry thefts, right? Like, it's, it's like, fucking, like, like, I don't know, like, what was it? Uh, Beverly Hills Cop 2, where they, like, sp- like this group of people breaking into fucking jewelry stores or some shit? Or maybe it was probably a bank. Probably banks, but whatever. Mm. So this is strange. It's so weird, because, I mean, stealing jewels? Isn't that kind of, like, a 1980s kind of thing to do? Like, I mean just recently it's been happening but I mean we've heard of like we've heard a million times of like bank robberies and like uh, home invasions and stuff you know and that's where like people come in and they get just cold cash right but now it's all about jewels it's all about diamonds and gold and platinum and all these kinds of rings and shit but I mean I don't know. Maybe it's because like money is so easily uh, traceable, I guess, you know, like maybe like, you know, if you steal like fucking like a uh, million dollars from a bank and once you use it, you're busted. Right. And there's cameras everywhere. So maybe if you just like steal uh, jewelry or you steal diamonds or something, you can internationally sell those, get a different kind of currency. You use the exchange rate, double your money one way or another or something. I don't know. Not to give anybody... <laughs> Listen. don't listen to a word i'm saying turn this podcast off it's full of bad ideas don't do that whatever you do don't do that but maybe that's what's happening here maybe jewelry is like the new thing and shit because it's untraceable or wait aren't diamonds kind of traceable i think for some diamonds they're able to like use a laser and, like right like some kind of a serial number on it or something i don't know whatever okay here we go story number three wallets Cell phones of 170 students stolen at Nagano Hotel. Man, Nagano. Now, this is some kind of a fucking crime wave, dude. Holy shit. This should be a fucking movie, dude. Nagano. Jesus. Wallets and cell phones belonging to 170 students were stolen from the hotel they were staying at in Shigakogen in Nagano Prefecture, police said Saturday. Police said about... 800,000 yen in cash, which is roughly about $8,000, in wallets and purses, cell phones, and train passes were stolen from a locker room where they had been stored for safekeeping. Safekeeping. Think about it. The Hotel Sunny Shiga in Yokohama, Wait, Yamanouchi is the same hotel where 340 students from the Waseda Academy in Tokyo had their wallets stolen along with about 100 smartphones. Oh shit, I remember that story. That was from last year. Uh, during the summer training camp last August. Yep. Um, those items were never recovered and their thieves got not, their thieves not caught. Fucked up English. In the latest incident, the students were girls from a high school in Kawasaki-Kanagawa Prefecture on a ski trip to Nagano. They had arrived for a three-night stay on January 16th. After the August incident, the hotel installed security cameras in the lobby and near the front desk. The students' valuables were kept in a locker room behind the front desk. Police said the valuables were still in the office when the hotel employee checked them at 11.30 p.m. on January 7th. However, they were gone by 7.30 a.m. the next morning. The surveillance cameras showed nothing suspicious, police said, adding that the office had not been ransacked. Okay, two things. First thing, this is obviously a fucking inside job. I mean, dude, the same fucking crime happening the same exact way. In the same exact hotel, and in like six months from each other, it's gotta be an inside job. All the cops gotta do is fucking find all the employees who've worked at that hotel within the last six months. That's it, or fucking one year. And in Japan, people usually don't change like jobs that often, you know? Like, for example, it generally like, you know, when I was in fucking high school, I had like a couple of fucking part-time jobs. When you go to college, you have like a fucking shitload of part-time jobs. You work here at a restaurant, you work as a bartender, you're a fucking dishwasher, you're a busboy, you're fucking this, you're that, you're this, you're that, you know, fucking you do whatever, right? But you're in Japan, basically somebody works at McDonald's, they're working at McDonald's for a while, they're working at a hotel, they're working at a hotel for a while, especially in this part of Japan, in Ohio, right? <laughs> Ohio. Now, that's probably it. It's an inside job and basically there's probably a, some kind of a vent or something. I mean, dude, some of these dudes that are on here, man, they're fucking skinny, man. I've seen some skeletal dudes, right? They could probably go, they could probably like slip through the vent in this fucking studio. And I'm not even joking, dude. I mean, there, there's some really thin dudes, right? Now, that's probably the thing, right? Because I mean, if you got a room with no well, only one way in and only one way out, it's got to be somebody going through the vents, right? That's it. Or like a secret, I don't know, like a little cut hole or something in the wall or some shit. And and with that and stuff, you could probably pull a fingerprint easily. Or maybe it's a ghost. Maybe it's a ghost. From fucking like, I don't know, some kind of like Yakuza ghost that fucking like uh, died in the 1920s in a shootout or some shit. And fucking his ghost has been there for fucking years and years and years and years. And he waits every so often when there's a big score of like a lot of fucking wallets. That ghost is like fucking game on. So he comes in there and he fucking takes all the wallets and shit. He's got a little stash in like the fucking backyard cemetery where he fucking dumps all the wallets and stuff. Then again, there's cell phones. Why would he fucking steal cell phones? Okay, it's not a ghost. It's an inside job. I'm sorry my imagination runs away from me oh man so anyway fucking I don't know or maybe maybe it's fucking maybe it's one of the kids then again I mean fucking they got a fucking like camera that's right there that shows the door you definitely see kids come in and come out better fucking like the cops are watching like the fucking video and fast forward and shit but they don't see like a kid run up to the door open it really quick run in grab all the wallets and run out and shit cause you know when you watch like something and fast forward sometimes you miss the little details and shit maybe that's it I don't know Here we go. Story number four. Kagoshima man beats up and insults convenience store clerk for not smiling enough. Now, this sounds a little interesting because um, pretty much if you go to any place in Japan, like any convenience store or restaurant, the staff is actually extremely efficient. It's just part of the culture. I mean, if you go to any bar in Tokyo and you say, or excuse me, can I have a beer? Boom. You got a beer in like fucking, I, I swear to God, less than three minutes. Now, when I went back to the States, I was in Michigan, and when I was in Michigan by my mom's house, I asked for a beer, and I shit you not, I waited maybe 15 minutes. That would never, ever, ever happen in Japan. The service here is convenient, so I don't blame the clerk, I blame this asshole, and I just read the headline. Here we go. A 56-year-old pissed-off man from Makurazaki City in Kagoshima Prefecture has been arrested for physically assaulting and... No. Assaulting and insulting. Assaulting and insulting. Assaulting and insulting. Assaulting and insulting. Oh, wow. That's a tongue twister. (laughs) And I just nailed it. Assaulting and insulting a convenience store clerk because he didn't smile enough while serving him. I hope this guy goes to jail because in jail, nobody smiles. This guy would be in fucking butt-fucking torture, dude. It would be horrible. It would be like a haunted mansion. According to the Sankai Shimbun report, the incident occurred at around 5.40 a.m. Oh, he was wasted. He was wasted. If you're around at 5.40 a.m., you're actually leaving a bar going home or you're going to work. Both cases suck. On January 3rd, when the suspect Yoshiyuki Muta, a flower shop owner, expressed dissatisfaction when the 44-year-old employee for not being cheerful and smiling at him. Police said Muta asked the clerk to meet him outside the convenience store where he hit the man in the stomach and forced him to kneel on both knees in the traditional Japanese uh, dogeza style and apologized to him. The employee suffered kidney damage, which will take a month to heal. Ooh, you don't want to fuck with your kidneys, police said. At the first time of the incident, there were no other employees or customers in the store. Muta had been a regular customer at the convenience store, police said. Wow, this is fucking weird. Yeah, I'm I'm fucking putting my money. I'm going to go for broke and say this guy was motherfucking wasted. Oh man, totally. And what what kind of a guy owns a flower shop that gets pissed off like this? I mean, what was it? There was like a a gangster in New York or was it Chicago? I think it was New York in uh, the 1920s. And he was like a flower shop owner. And actually he got assassinated in a flower shop. Or was it he's the one that got assassinated while he was uh getting a shave or some shit. I don't know. Maybe this guy was in some risky business, who knows? But anyway, I think this is pretty fucked up, man. I mean if fucking dude, where I grew up Service is what you get, you know? I mean, fucking, I mean, even when I lived in San Francisco, which is more of a happy place than in, like, fucking Michigan and stuff, like, fucking people that were generally a little bit more happier, a little bit more, like, opt uh, to fucking smile and shit, like, hey, how you doing? Uh, nice weather. Huh? Hey. But, I mean, dude, here, I mean, this is fucking outrageous. I mean, nobody's fucking happy at this time in the morning. 5.40. Dude, this this fucking 40-year-old guy was probably just getting off his shift. He had 50 more minutes. He wanted the customer to come in, buy his fucking condoms, and get the fuck out, Right? But no, this guy's like giving him shit. You probably give him shit and then ask him to come outside to fucking fix something or do something. And fucking that's another thing, right? This would never happen in any, any other country. Let's say it's 5.40 a.m. and this guy looks intoxicated. He comes into a convenience store and he says, hey, I need you to come outside. No way would a motherfucker do that in fucking Detroit or Chicago or New York. They'd be like, "Um, go fuck yourself. I'm calling the cops because fucking they get robbed all the time and shit, right? So fucking like, I mean, this country's so fucking safe for fucking like, I mean, well, actually I take that back because this guy just got his ass kicked and has like fucking kidney failure now. Yeah, well, anyway, okay. For anybody that's out there working at a convenience store, I don't care where the fuck you are, which country, which city, which place. If you're working at a convenience store and some other fucker is all fucked up and shit, his eyes are all crossed and he says, Hey, come on I want to show you something. Don't fucking do it. Especially if you're the only fucking clerk in the fucking convenience store. Oh, man. This guy's fucking lucky that I only got smacked in the stomach and had to fucking apologize. That's pretty fucked up, though. Okay. Story number one. Cereal tastes good. Oh, wait, no. Well, moving forward with the story. Cereal underwear theft. Re-arrested for assaulting woman. Oh, shit. So, I think if you're a cereal underwear, was it theft? The, oh, God, I can't fucking read. I'm fucked up. Mm. I will never, ever take a sip of this and spit it out. I promise. I swear to God, my hand on any Bible Christian, Catholic, Buddhist, Jew all the Bibles, the satanic Bible. I'll put my hand, I swear, I will never spit alcohol out after I drink it. Especially this stuff. It is so delicious. Here we go. Serial underwear thief re-arrested for assaulting woman. Dun, dun, dun. A 25-year-old unemployed man charged with stealing women's underwear has been re-arrested on suspicion of assaulting a woman and snatching her underwear on a street in Nankoku City, uh, Koichi Prefecture. According to police, Shoya Imada assaulted a woman in her twenties. By beating her and attempting to suffocate her. Oh, fuck. As she walked on the street in the evening of November 4th, Fuji TV reported. Imada then stole her underwear and fled the scene, police said. Uh, The case surfaced. While police were investigating Imada on suspicion of stealing female underwear from an apartment and a company's women's dormitory last October and November, police found approximately six motherfucking hundred items of female underwear and clothing at Imada's apartment. Can you fucking believe? Dude, I think in my apartment, I shit you not, I probably have maybe 10 pairs of my own underwear. And I think that's too much. <laughs> guy has 600 pairs of women's underwear i i I don't get it i've said it before i just don't fucking get it why do you need fucking women's underwear why do you need 600 pairs of women's underwear i mean dude okay maybe if you're into underwear that's cool there ain't no shame on my game dude i don't fucking hate yo you can have fucking like you could be into women's underwear and you you could go to the store and you could buy it there's places in japan where you can fucking buy which i'm gonna call it uh used underwear that's fucking true you could buy a thong you could buy a g-string which I think is the same thing, kind of. You could buy fucking, like, uh, granny panties. You could buy fucking the shirt skirt. You could buy whatever the fuck you want and shit. And then fucking there you go. You got it. You've got one of each. Good. There you go. Well, then I guess you need every color then. Okay. All right. Cool. So you get one of each, and then you get every color. So then you got 25 pairs, right? right. And then maybe you need different brands. So then all of a sudden you need like 60 pairs. Okay, so all you need is 60 pairs of female underwear. And then you've got everything covered. All bases are covered. You can snack a home run and jerk off at home anytime you want. And you paid for them. You didn't steal them. That's fucked up. And dude, this guy is mad fucked up. Dude, for him to strangle a, a poor girl walking home, probably from work or some shit. She's walking home. He strangles her. He fucking steals her panties and shit. Dude, she is going to be Fucked in the head for a long time, dude. Holy smokes. Then again, I guess she's kind of lucky in a weird way that she only got her panties. So the story could have been way, way worse, dude. This guy could have been even more sick than he already is. And he's already pretty goddamn sick in my book, if you ask me and shit. But Jesus Christ, man. Fucking holy shit, dude. Yeah, she's going to be fucked up. This guy is totally fucked up. And dude, I mean, 600 items. Oh my God. So he was like running into fucking like, like girls, fucking like dormitories and shit. Didn't that happen in the fucking movie Nerds? Didn't nerds do that? Fuck, dude, that was... Shit, that was a bad fucking movie now that I think about it. Didn't they fucking put cameras in fucking like... Uh, wait, they put cameras in the girls' dormitory, stole all their underwear, and then fucking like watched them take showers and shit. Seriously, man, that happened right now. They all go to jail. But anyway, yeah, stealing panties, bad. Don't do that. And this guy... And this is a serial guy. This guy obviously has some kind of a mental problem and shit. I wonder how that happens. I wonder like maybe you got to get you got to get hit in the head with a fucking baseball bat when you're a kid and you're, you're fucking like like wiring gets all fucked up or you think like this is like a good thing because obviously this guy thinks this is a good idea you know he woke up in the morning he's like oh god gotta go to work I got a meeting with this client and then I got to send in a couple of like a reports to the GTO in the New York office and then I'm gonna go to the dormitory steal some panties and hopefully uh, get an extra one on the way home dude this guy is fucked premeditated dude I guarantee premeditated and I don't know what to do with this guy. Do you lock him up and throw away the key? Do you give him a lobotomy? I don't know. I don't know. Obviously, he's on medication or he needs medication, but I don't know. This guy's all fucked up. I don't know what to do with somebody like this. Hopefully, the the, the system here knows what to do. He'll probably get at least, well, I don't know, maybe a slap on the wrist. Who fucking knows and shit. But yeah, this is pretty fucked up. But I'll tell you what's not fucked up. Sake from Nikata. So if you're in Niigata or if you're in a store and you're to buy some sake for maybe a sushi party at your house or a nabe party, I highly recommend that you get some sake from Niigata. Oh, man, feeders. Thank you very much for tuning in. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the A-Side, B-Side of Got to Japan. Next week, we'll have another show, and that show will definitely be with yours truly and Maddie B. We'll be here getting off fade on. and It'll be our first show of 2016. I'm fucking stoked. I haven't seen Maddie B in a couple of weeks. and I miss that motherfucker, dude. I'm seriously, dude. I'm fucking dropping a tear right now, but I'm not dropping the tear in this sake because this sake is so goddamn delicious. I don't want to do that. Ah. Mm, 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 mm. Awesome fucking awesome fucking motherfucking awesome god i love this sake i'm serious and going back to like one of my original like uh points before i started totally rambling if there's anybody out there that can get get Vision working if you can somehow turn my microphone into like a like digital funnel and turn like your fucking headphones into like digital like fucking like like uh, i guess like bar taps or some shit fucking get that shit going man because i swear to god i will share this shit with you because fucking you guys deserve to drink this kind of shit And if you're in Japan, fucking you should try this shit. No, actually, everywhere in the world, you can definitely go to a liquor store. And some people have an easier time to go to liquor stores. For example, if you're like in San Francisco, Chicago, New York. But I mean, if you ever go to a liquor store and you can get like fucking like sake and you can find sake from Nikata, motherfucking do it. And if you come out to Japan and shit, fucking like like, we're hanging out, we're getting our fade on because that's happened like, what, like five times, five or six times where people came out. No, no, not five or six times. A couple of times where Faders came out and every time you do, fucking hell yeah, dude. We fucking love partying with you guys. But yeah, if you're fucking out here and shit like that and you meet up with us and stuff, I'm going make it, to make it a motherfucking point to get some fucking sake from Nikata and shit because this shit must be shared, dude. Faders, fade on. Thank you so much. Give us a five-star review on iTunes and we will check you out next time. Peace. Well,
1: brother, a goddamn shit sucking vampire. Will you wait till mom finds out,
2: buddy? I've got a government job to abuse Lonely wife, the fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. How <laughs> the pressure! I can't, take <laughs> I can't take it! I can't take it! I can't stand to it! <laughs> you sure?
1: Excuse me? We're going freaky! Yeah. We came, we saw, we kicked his ass! Your do move, creep. Uh, Man, I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is a fucked up repugnant shit. Eh, fuck it, dude.
2: Let's go bold.